Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's Most Things Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Lauren. And I'm your host, Leanne. And this week, we are probably going to be doing a two-parter here. This is yeah. This is an in-depth thing we're going to focus on. We asked our listeners to tell us about a time when Star Wars helped them through something difficult. And boy, did you guys deliver. <laughs> yes, which is great because that means Star Wars is doing what it's supposed to. <laughs> right. It's actually a really great example of the good side of fandom. Mm-hmm. And part of why we wanted to do this is we know a lot of our listeners. We, we actually interact with our listeners pretty closely. And we know a lot of people have had struggles lately, especially. We know a lot of people yes. are having hard times. And part of why we thought this would be good is so you can see that you're not alone in some of the difficulties you're facing, or even if you're not facing the same thing as someone else you're not the only one having a hard time and there's maybe some comfort in that absolutely yeah this doesn't have to be a fandom that tears people apart it can be one that keeps us all united in the most basic of human emotions which is i think you know perseverance hope all the things that star wars brings to the table right the humanity side yeah and that's what we wanted to highlight because lauren and i I mean, we kind of met when our lives were a little bit chaotic, like our our real world. Yeah. (laughs) And we met through Star Wars, and I'm so grateful for Star Wars to be that. Me too. And how funny to think, (laughs) if I hadn't started watching Clone Wars right when I did, I may never have met you, you know? (laughs) No, it's wild. It's It's pretty crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, for, for my part, I could probably go back and think of a specific instance where Star Wars, you know, helped me through something. But as a whole, 
I think the consistent message, and this also goes, I will say this, this also goes for Lord of the Rings. It's the yang to my yang Mm -hmm. in fandoms, right? Yeah. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. And it's the escapism for me. If this world is too much, I rely on these worlds to escape from this one. I don't linger there. You can't. You can't live in a la-la land. You can't make it real, no matter how fake it is. So Some of us try to make it real well, <laughs> really hard. Shit, and, <laughs> and I feel you on that because it would be lovely. But every galaxy has its problems. Don't forget that. True, yes. <laughs> the grass is always greener, but it's really not. Not on Tatooine, anyway. <laughs> There's not a stitch of grass in sight. Nope. <laughs> not at all. But I I completely connect with all of the stories that are like, ah, it's my escape. It's my, it's my happy place. It's my, you know, the place I go when I just want to empty my brain and stop stressing about this, that, and the other thing. And just focus on like Luke and how happy he is and how strong he is. And it reminds me at the bottom, the bottom line, the end of the day, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, hope. Yeah. You know, even the smallest of creatures can change the course of the future. Even the most unlikely of characters can blow up the Death Star and go on to change the galaxy. You know, things like that. That's the overarching message that I take from these things when I'm going through a hard time. Because it's none of these people's journeys were easy and they still did it. So it's a nice reminder to have. That was the thing I really took away from all of the stories we got. Even the saddest story we had submitted is really a story about hope and how Star Wars reminded them to keep going or, you know, that there was something else going on behind the scenes in their lives. And that, to me, it's so Star Wars, right? It's all about hope. It's all about companionship, Mm -hmm. compassion. Like, that's the, the ultimate story. And it's pretty beautiful to see a piece of media mm-hmm. validating millions of people's lives. It's a worldwide thing for a reason. Yeah. It's amazing. This is an example of the best of fandom, truly. Mm-hmm. Yes. For myself personally, I feel the same way. It's it's definitely a safe space that I want to escape to. And later we'll read Michelle's story and she touches on exactly why I kind of disappear into Star Wars in particular. I don't know if it's a chemical thing or whatever it is, but there's something about how it taps into our lizard brain about we know Mm -hmm. how much danger is going to exist in this world, the Star Wars world. And so we can like have adventures and move around in there without feeling the real fear that we feel in real life. That's an excellent point. I really feel that. And so when I was going through, I went through a really painful divorce a few years ago and it was hard to go through but it it also put me into a really extended period of depression which made more practical issues for me of like not being able to sleep and stuff like that and and so I literally could not sleep without Clone Wars being on which is such a weird thing you know it's like a child (laughs) but but it is that it's just that it's like my brain knew it was safe and comforting And very particularly, I know this is weird, but James Arnold Taylor's voice was like very grounding for me because it had Mm -hmm. been a thing of joy before this happened. Yeah. And so like to have that tether to something that I knew and understood and like knew where the boundaries were, that helped keep me relaxed, which is 
interesting. I'd love to discuss this with a psychologist at some point to like understand the science of it more. But so like in a very practical sense, Star Wars got me through that period of my life. But then even beyond that, the community that we had built up. Mm -hmm. Well, let's let's definitely not forget the community has. Oh, my goodness. We are so blessed. Yeah. With the community that we've built. Truly. I mean, thus far, it's just been truly rewarding. It is rewarding. And even strangers on Tumblr, like I would put out just a, a blurb about like feeling really frustrated or I was having a hard time. I didn't go into detail about it too much until much later after it had already passed. But strangers would hop into my DMs and just be like, we care about you. You just keep going. Don't give up. What you do, just writing fanfics is a beautiful thing that, you know, that helps me. And it was just like those little nuggets were so meaningful to me because it's like a stranger took the time to say something kind. For you know? sure. And all, yeah. all of that coming out of the Star Wars community. So, I mean, I don't want to get into too much more detail personally, but that was an extended period of my life that I really relied on Star Wars heavily uh, to, to stay sane, pretty much. And I'll forever be grateful for it. And because it brought you into my life, um, you know, before this even really happened. So I already had your friendship, you know, as that started happening. And uh, that is all because of Star Wars. So yeah, it's, I'm already in my feels and we haven't even started yet. I know. <laughs> I know. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing, actually, that you and I are friends. I, it, when I stop and think about it and how like know. all the different decisions that were made to like lead to that intersection in our lives is pretty pretty amazing it's cool it, it and we're getting to see friendships form in the community just around our podcast that is so so rewarding to see yeah. it's so great that there are people connecting with others across the across the world across the miles that wouldn't have met without star wars yeah so it's um it's fucking awesome <laughs> Thank you for just saying it because that's exactly what it is. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> so um, you mentioned Michelle. She uh, gave us her permission to use her name. And when we go through these, if we say their name, it's because they gave permission. Yes. If we don't say a name, we just move on to read or con uh, condense and say in a more concise manner what their story is. It's because they did not give us permission to use their name. And that is totally fine. Mm -hmm. So we hope everyone felt comfortable enough to... Submit these, seems like it, because there are some really long, thoughtful things that were sent to us. Yes, and thank you all for trusting us. It's very personal, we understand that, and that's why I think I even posted this. We will take care of your messages. You know, we ask this, we ask people to submit stuff in good faith. Like, we're not going to mm -hmm. take it and talk shit about it or anything and i think oh god no we see this in the responses that we've gotten from people that they're willing to share because they know this is a safe space so thank you to everyone shall we jump in yes okay the first of the stories that we're going to talk about is from forest jedi this individual writes star wars helped me through a really difficult 10-year period where i was dealing with the diagnosis of my son with a medical condition after birth and learning about his ongoing treatment as well as trying to support a loved one who was struggling with their mental health and serious toxic family issues that made that so much harder for them. 
Many times during this 10 years, I felt I was alone with too many things to solve, but Star Wars and meditation were huge parts of my self-care and inspiration to be strong for those who needed me most. And before I continue, that's, that's beautiful. I meditate. Star Wars is very meditative. Yeah. I, I feel very connected to this. Mm-hmm. They go on to say the Clone Wars episodes and the opening quotes were huge inspiration for me then and still are to this day. It's come full circle. Now my son watches these episodes with me and loves the opening quotes too. And they actually submitted the opening quote screen. If you all know, you know, right? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay. And the, the screen cap here is never give up hope no matter how dark things seem. And I love that one because it's that sense of hope, never lose sight of it, which is so vastly important in real life and in fake life, galaxy life. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You know, people always say things can always get worse, but also things can always get better from where you are. Yeah. You know? You might be in a really dark place. And believe me, I have hit rock bottom. I know what my rock bottom looks like. And now it's given me perspective to know where I am, right? And having more of a gratitude-based, you know, thought process. Yes. And to deal with the diagnosis of a child, that is so challenging. Neither of us are parents. But we know we we have friends who are parents. We have family who are parents. We have parents, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, it's a thing that really is connected to your heart in a way you can't deny, you know, yes. when you have children, they have a hold on you in a way that nothing else does, you know, so the strength required to not only care for a sick child, care for a loved one who is having mental health issues and care for yourself. Yes. Forest Jedi are so strong and you Very. have cared for your family through this whole period without losing yourself that's amazing and they said it's come full circle he gets to share with his son now yeah the things that held him together during this period of time yeah. maybe inspiring the next generation his his offspring you know it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of wonderful it's you know star wars star wars will never go away <laughs> and that's good <laughs> but i want to point i want to touch on something you said because I the, this quote, I, I hope I don't butcher it, but it goes like this. Good times never last, so be thankful when they're here. And bad times never last, so know that you can get through it because the good times will follow. Yeah. So it's the never-ending cycle of be grateful for the good times and be aware that the bad times will pass. The sun will shine again, and whatever gets you through that gets you through it. You yeah. Know? And... Never give up hope, no matter how dark things seem. I love it. Love it. Words to live by, truly. Thank you, Forest Jedi, for sharing that with us and allowing us to share with everyone else. Okay, our next story comes from Chris from Northern Ireland. He says, Star Wars has always been a part of my life, and my earliest memory was watching Return of the Jedi when I was five in the cinema with my father. We continued to watch every iteration of Star Wars in the cinema. Sadly, he was diagnosed with lung cancer, and The Force Awakens and Rogue One were the last ones we got to see together. Dad was always supportive of my love of all things nerdy, from Star Wars to Masters of the Universe and other things. 
He adored my photo when I met Mark Hamill at Star Wars Celebration 2016. That's awesome. That's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> One of the last conversations we had was about me going to London Film Comic Con, and I was meeting Ian McDermott, who of course played the Emperor. Dad was really excited to see the photo and hear my story about meeting him. Sadly, he never got to hear or see it. In 2017, when meeting Mr. McDermott, I explained to him that my father was so excited for me to meet him, and I told him he passed away a few months before. He couldn't have been nicer, expressing his condolences and signing my item for me. I felt this was one thing I needed to do for both Dad and me. Star Wars has always been an important beacon in my life, and when I lost one special person, another then came into my life in my girlfriend Karen. We have been together five years and went to Star Wars Celebration together and had an amazing time meeting so many amazing people. I know Dad would have loved to see our amazing photos. Karen and Dad never met, but I know they would have gotten on together so well. Star Wars will forever be my favorite film franchise. Dad always said there's no better villain than Darth Vader. Leanne. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Every story needs a villain. Every story needs a hero. And Dad was my hero. That's beautiful. That made me cry when I first read it because it's just such an emotional roller coaster. To lose your parent and especially, mm -hmm. you know, to have such a strong tie with them. But then that beauty of having Karen come into his life. Yes. You know, it's when a, what do they say? When a door closes and a window opens, you know, it's that same mm -hmm. idea. And I'm so sorry for the loss of your father, but this is a very special collection of memories to have, you know? Yeah, and he lives on, in a way, in the world of Star Wars that you always be connected to him through, his yeah. spirit. Obviously, he sounds like a really cool man, yeah. a really cool dude. Um, and how nice of Ian McDermott to, to be so kind and, and thoughtful as well. I mean, some people could have, would or could brush that off, but he was... It sounds incredibly gracious. Yeah. And and now now there's Karen. And I think your last sentence, every story needs a villain, every story needs a hero, and dad was my hero. And I think for us to have that shared with us is really incredible. Yeah, I think a, a lot of us have, not everyone has a close connection with their parents, but I know you and I both do. And I see all the Star Wars movies with my dad. Yes, yeah. And... So I, I really felt this story. I felt very connected to this story. It hit me very close to home. And like you said, it's something you'll always have now, though. It might be bittersweet, but ultimately mm -hmm. it's a touchstone, right? You know, it's like a way you can always, that Chris can always feel close to his dad while revisiting Star Wars. It's that thing that they, they shared and it's a very fond memory. I think that's actually quite a blessing, you know, to have something like that. You know, I, I'm the type of person that if I go, <laughs> we went to Star Wars Celebration in London just recently, and uh, my my bestest, bestest, best friend from way back in the day, he's usually my con person. Mm -hmm. He usually goes to the cons with me. We do all things nerdy together. And <laughs> he wasn't able to go. He couldn't go. He didn't want to. One of, the, one of those. <laughs> but I carried him in spirit, and it made it feel... You know, I was interacting with him while I was there. We got him some gifts and I carried him with me there and it felt like he was there in spirit. And I can totally see mm -hmm. how carrying Chris can carry his father with him. And he's always going to be at the cons with him yeah. in that manner. So I think I think it's nice. You know, they live on. And I think it's great that Star Wars, Star Wars is the vehicle for that. I think it's great. Yeah. 
Definitely. Thank you so much, Chris, for sharing this. This is a yes. beautiful story. And hi, Karen. Yes. Nice to meet you. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to our group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next one we have is from Ben. He says, my story is from Star Wars Weekends at Disney 2014. I was feeling discouraged that I might not get my dream job. However, James Arnold Taylor was doing a version of his stage show, Talking to Myself, renamed Obi-Wan and Beyond. His bits of encouragement that he puts in the show helped encourage me to never give up on my goal for getting the job I wanted. A month later, I received an offer for the job. Amazing. <laughs> so First cool. of all, golf clap, Ben. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> I, I I hope James Arnold Taylor hears this because that's awesome. Yeah, he's mentioned specifically a few times by people, and I, I hope he listens to this episode because I think he's got this magical manifesting energy that he puts out. And yeah. I, he's not yes. like <laughs> he's not fake about it. You know, he has down times no. where he feels like trash, just like the rest of us. But like the rest of us, yeah. <laughs> but what I noticed with him is not only is he trying to be, you know, positive, but he literally means it when he tries to encourage people in their own endeavors. And the fact that Ben was able to get his dream job, like I know Ben, he's told me what his job is. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the fact that James is the one who encouraged him to never get, you know, Ashley did that for me because you and I mm -hmm. went to Comic-Con yes. yep. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that, 2018? Yes. And... I went to her business presentation that she did there, and it, it was a spattering of people. It was probably like 40 people. It was one of the smaller, you know, little rooms. But she was talking about her book that she had written, and she handed out note cards to everybody, and you were to write down three things that you wanted. And, like, I think there was something you didn't want that we tore up and threw away. And one of mm. the things I wrote down was that I wanted to work in fandom somehow. I don't know how. And here we are with a podcast. Here we are. <laughs> but she also said something that really hit me at the time. It was like the exact thing I needed to hear. She said two things. Look at what the universe is saying. You're going to see patterns. So like yes. if you yes, keep yes, yes. seeing the same thing over and over or if you keep hearing the same phrase over and over, it's like the universe trying to get your attention. And she has used that to be successful in business. And she said, when you're feeling like giving up, that's when you shouldn't. That's that's the crux of the moment yeah. right there. And I was the turning point. I was at this con thinking that maybe I was going to give up on working for myself and go back to working in an office cuz I just wasn't sure I was going to be able to make ends meet. And she said that out loud at this presentation. Then I heard it again somewhere else and again somewhere else and I was like, "Okay, I'm mm -hmm. I'm not going to give up just yet." Yeah. And Things have gone really well since then. I'm, a I'm glad I never went back to the office life. So I totally get Ben. Like, I so connect with this thing Ben is saying because it's... Yeah. These celebrities, they don't even know what they're doing. You know, they're they're just out right. talking and being positive and they are changing people's lives without even knowing it, you know? <laughs> well, I, I just don't believe in coincidences. So if you hear something and you're, you know, and it inspires you, there's yeah. a reason it happened at that time. It came from the source that it came from and it meant something to you. And I completely believe that when the energy is pure and your intentions are good, run with that. Yes. And clearly Ben did and the universe was talking to him. And I think it's <laughs> through the voice of Obi-Wan Kenobi, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what's interesting is that the show was originally called Talking to Myself. And in this case, he was actually talking to Ben and he didn't know it. So Yes, that's beautiful. I kind of love that. Next person we are going to share their story is Michelle. Michelle was in our 100th episode. She talked about her journey with IVF and miscarriage and how not a lot of people talk about that. So if you want more detail, Mm -hmm. you can listen to that episode. She talks about it in more detail. But she also sent us this message. When I was going through IVF, sometimes I had to be on bed rest and it got so lonely. I had to travel to the clinic in California alone and stay in my hotel room, so I would download The Clone Wars and watch it in bed for hours. After I lost that pregnancy, I still watched it. I hear that the reason we watch things we have seen before over and over is the predictability makes it less dangerous to our reptilian brains, but it's still adventurous escapism. Maybe it was James Arnold Taylor's voice, but it was relaxing for me. Obi-Wan can be soothing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and you said that. You yeah. said that for yourself. You two are very connected in this in this manner. I really yes. I really when I read that I was like, You you said it perfectly in words that I could never have said myself. So that's exactly how I felt. She goes on to say, It wasn't just a miscarriage, it was my last embryo. It was the end of my ability to have more kids. I had to grieve the end of that and accept it. I slowly came around to the realization that while I couldn't give my daughter a sibling, I could pour my everything into her. I realized I can give her richer experiences. I introduced her to the things I love, including Star Wars, which is when I discovered she loves Darth Vader. There's a lot of Vader love up in here, and I'm digging it. (laughs) I took her to Disney several times. She flew the Millennium Falcon, watched all the movies, lots of other things. It's weird the show is now always going to be associated with that period of my life, but it's not always painful. What an incredibly strong individual you are, Michelle. I think we told you this in person when we spoke with you, but it cannot be reiterated enough. You are yeah. incredibly strong. Everyone who has gone through a similar situation are incredibly strong. Yeah. I don't have any knowledge of what this is like. See, that's what I was telling her. When she sent Mm -hmm. this to me originally, we exchanged a few emails. And I think part of it is that we don't talk about IVF and we don't talk Mm -hmm. about miscarriage. It's very taboo. It is. It is and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. And that's kind of her mission. And that's why she's very open about it because she wants the stigma Mm -hmm. to go away around this subject matter. And I completely agree because we don't talk about it. So women don't get the care that they might need. Yes, correct. Physically and mentally. It can be mm-hmm. very hard on on women emotionally with miscarriage, and doctors don't talk about it with their patients Mm-mm. very often. So Mm-mm. I just think she's so brave to be so open about it, and I really respect her for being so open about it because it's one of those subjects that, like you said, we don't really know that much about it. And there's a lot of women experiencing that turmoil in their life, and where do they go? go to process that grief. I think a lot mm-hmm. of them feel very alone in that. Mm-hmm. I feel like McShayla is so brave and so strong. And I loved that she found this beautiful, like full circle with her daughter. Yes. The daughter, she's living the Star Wars world. <laughs> she's flying Millennium Falcon and she's she's seeing all the movies and doing the Disney thing. And 
how joyous is that, you know, to see someone take such joy in something that has been anywhere from a baby blanket, (laughs) a comfort point (laughs) to a a reiteration of like your strength and, and your perseverance and things that I keep saying are the themes of star Wars and it's beautiful. And, Michelle, I have a poster hanging right above me, and I believe you said your favorite character was Ahsoka, and the poster above my head says, I can handle anything. And if your favorite character is Ahsoka, and that is her quote, then you and Ahsoka go way back. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, that there's something to be said about, you and I have talked about this before, where sometimes the expectation that you have of life is the thing that lets you down. Yes, like Zen philosophy, Buddhist philosophy, is to manage your expectation or have no expectation, which is very mm-hmm. difficult because we we have an idea. You know, Michelle wanted more than one child, but the strength mm-hmm. of her to be able to take that disappointed expectation and turn it into a positive thing. She doesn't get to provide her daughter with a sibling, but she can it means now that she has the freedom and maybe more time to focus in on her daughter and give her more than maybe she would have been able to, you know, under other circumstances. I think that's a really important lesson to come away with for all of us because, you know, it doesn't matter if it's the same experience. Like not everyone has the disappointed expectation around children. It can be anything. But if you can find a way to take that, and turn it around into, I will never forget The Rock, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. He, <laughs> he posted on Instagram about how he was in the NFL and he got cut. And the worst day of his life turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to him. And I heard that the day I needed to hear it. And it's true. Not that this would be the best thing that ever happened to you, Michelle. I'm just saying that, like, that mentality of being able to flip it on its head and say, okay, yes, if I'm not getting what I want, what is it opening up for me to get then? You know? it's, it takes a lot of effort to do that. A lot of people don't, and, yeah. and Michelle did, and so many others do, and I commend each and every single one of them because it is so difficult to do. Yeah. Because in the moment you think this is it, it's like... Yeah. Am I going to let it break me or is it going to, am I going to let it make me move, like move into some other more positive space? And yeah, which is also so Star Wars. (laughs) It is. It is. Yes. It's so hard though. Yeah. Because all you know in that moment is the disappointment, right? The thing that went wrong, the thing that didn't happen, the thing that wasn't what you expected. That's all you know in that moment. And it's totally fine if that's the only thing you know. Because it's, it's real. It's happening. It's human emotion. We're allowed to have them. Yeah. All of them. I don't care what anyone says. You're allowed to be mad. You're allowed to be sad. It's how you manage that and move forward from it mm-hmm. that makes your character. And I'm seeing this repeated in all of these stories that we've gotten. Yeah. we got some damn tough people out there, and I love it. <laughs> I know. It's pretty really? incredible. So thank you, Michelle. And, quote, I can handle anything. Mm-hmm. Unquote. Ahsoka Tano. Our next entry was from Sam. She says, Anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed or depressed, I find myself turning on a Star Wars show or movie. Even if it's just in the background, it brings me some semblance of peace and joy unlike any other movie or show. I didn't really get into Star Wars until a few years ago, but it's become much more than just something to watch. 
The community I've found through this franchise has been accepting, joyful, and just plain fun. And isn't that what it's all about at the end of the day? Yeah. Or should be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Star Wars is pain. but It it is pain. (laughs) And you can be in a pretty shitty group of people who just talk smack all the time. But (laughs) all the time. Always contrary. Always, always pointing out the dumb thing or the, the, the really... You know, like sometimes just like, that's what you took from this? Yes. Come on now. We got a new listener recently who she loved that we just aren't here to talk shit. That so many podcasts are here to talk about what they were disappointed in, what they didn't like about what came out new. And we are the opposite where we focus on the things that made us happy that we thought were amazing. And I just like, are we an anomaly? We must be. (laughs) If so good yeah right like i'd rather be this way than i guess like everybody else if everybody else is just talking shit like your focus determines your reality people thank you thank you i was gonna bust that out if you weren't so thank you um (laughs) there's a lot of chances to go down that path because guess what that path gets you more clicks more views true more everything in the world of social media but that's not what we're here for we're just trying to talk about the shit we love yeah <laughs> and we'll critique something but it's not the end of the world it's not like hey it's right. it's, it's still a show like yeah you know, whatever but i like what sam says it's more than just something to watch and it can be accepting it can be joyful it can be fun mm-hmm or you could go down the road of shit talk and it's fine. But like. Yeah, but why, why would you want to spend your days doing that? Yeah, I don't. I don't she get says it. right here. She says right here. Anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed and depressed, she she turns to Star Wars. Okay, mm-hmm. well, if I. Let's say someone continues to be overwhelmed and depressed and only finds the bad things in the movies. Like, that's not fun. That's not. Right. Star Wars should be fun. It's like, what did Mark Hamill say? <laughs> I always go back to what he said about Star Wars, which yeah. I can never remember the exact quote, but like, we're all here to just have fun, right? It's, yeah. It's made made up. It's, yeah, it's fantasy. Not, it's not real life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... But it, but it does influence our real life and that we have to see it through the proper filter. Yes. And I, I do the same thing, actually, because she was saying she doesn't even necessarily watch it. She puts it on in the background... And that's what you do. You do that all the time. I do it all the time. And I don't, partially because if I'm working, I can't have something that's going to need my attention. And I know Star Wars so well that mm-hmm. I don't need to focus in on it. I can either pay really close attention or it can just be my comfort background sound. You know, I'm like, Jenny told me that when she watches Return of the Jedi, she even knows Jabba's lines. And I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. I remember, I even know Bib Fortuna. I would talk to Jabba now. Ah, I was waiting for that to come. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah, I, I just think, so the thing I love about the variety of stories people have sent us, it's, it's as small as just needing a touchstone, something comforting that you can turn to, and as big as helping you grieve huge loss huge yes you know disappointment and coming out on the other side of it with hope and compassion i think this is the coolest spectrum of human emotion and like the best of people and i just 
I just love these stories. They're amazing. I do too. And I hope everyone can pull something from these to remember something by. It it doesn't matter if you contributed a story or not. I think everyone's story has kind of the same undercurrent of strength, hope, perseverance, you know, turning something around to be more positive and using Star Wars as a way to do it. I think it's great. Lillian wrote in and said, Hello, my name is Lillian, and the biggest way Star Wars has helped me is by being a huge coping mechanism for my anxiety disorder. Even when my support system was crumbling, Star Wars was always there, even when I didn't ask for it. Collecting and filling my room with crazy things makes my room an even safer space, and I just love how Star Wars has helped me. I love that, too. Same. I (laughs) love that. As an individual who suffers with with anxiety, and I've suffered with it uh, through my entire life, if you can make a safe space yeah. where you're comforted and you can disappear from your overactive brain, mm-hmm. that is so important, and I so relate to this. Yeah, I, I do love too. This. We both are literally right now sitting in rooms surrounded by Full our of shit. comfort <laughs> items. <laughs> or shit. <laughs> and what's... Uh, well, I mean, you know, it was just like I look around and it's like, oh my God, do I need all this? I know, I have a say. pile of things to sell right here because I got too much, but. Yeah, yeah. Some might say there's a little too much in here and it might make for a, you know, a clean space is a clean mind, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not here. <laughs> no, I like to be surrounded by my things, but mm-hmm. I made this room during quarantine. Yeah. I said, I'm going to take all my things and make us a happy space because I was here anyway. It was, there were so many questions about where are we going? What are we doing? What is this? Yeah. yeah. That spikes the old anxiety pretty high when you, you know, oh, the unknown yeah. is just inherently frightful. And then you add anxiety on top of it and it ratchets it up into a, a notch of to the nth degree. But yeah, Lillian, I totally get this. I do too. I- Star Wars has even helped me stop having an anxiety attack because I use a method sometimes when I, I'm, I'm going to have an anxiety attack where I, it's, it's very adorable. I use the alphabet and I start, I have to like find a word from Star Wars that starts with each letter of the alphabet. And then once I go, oh my goodness. I go through it once, if I'm still really anxious, I make myself like only from a new hope or only planets or you know, something like that. And it's like, it it stops my brain thinking about the thing that I'm like yes. freaking out over. And it forces yes, me yes. to like just put a fucking stop to it. So even in like a very practical sense, Star Wars is great for anxiety. <laughs> I never knew that you did that, but I think that's brilliant. It's one of the things I have to do if, I, if I'm having an anxiety attack. I don't have them very often, but I've had some doozies in the past and yeah no I I feel you there I feel you once you've had them you start to recognize when you're heading that way and I use Mm -hmm. that technique to stop it from getting out of hand so Mm. anxiety is not one size fits all that's for sure Mm -hmm. yeah so thank you for sharing with us Lillian I appreciate it yes thank you and um keep going Mm -hmm. keep doing you yeah and the last one for today we are gonna we have so many (laughs) that we will do a second episode on this in the future with these responses. So don't worry if you didn't hear yours, we will go over it in a part two episode of this. Yes. But the last one for this episode, it simply says, 
My sister and I bonded over Star Wars to get through lonely quarantine. We are now BFFs. So and cute. <laughs> that is that is fantastic. And we just talked about quarantine. And I think we've talked about the theme of loneliness a lot and feeling isolated mm-hmm. in many of the stories today. And Star Wars feel, makes us feel like we're part of something. And we are. We yeah. are part of that because yes. we relate to it. We relate to it, and there's a community that's built in already. Mm-hmm. I just heard an interview. It was one of those variety actors on actors, you know, those interviews mm-hmm. that they do. And it was yeah. Emily Blunt with Brian Cox. And they were talking about mm-hmm. how they had come to realize how important their jobs were. Mm-hmm. And they're like, at first you get a lot of imposter syndrome, and you're like, we're not surgeons, we're not police officers, firefighters, we're not rescuing people. But what they start to realize yeah. is, acting it's really storytelling is a mirror for people and we really need to see that and feel validated and that's why representation is so important in media and yes (laughs) so you can see your valid experience right and i think that that's why star wars is so important because it connects with so many people on so many different levels like look in this episode alone how many different stories we have of why people are connected to Star Wars. It's as individual as each person. Mm-hmm. And so when you are part of the Star Wars community, it's a really important thing. It's representative of something so much bigger. And I love that it made her closer with her sister. I know. I know. And they're BFFs now. I know. So they must have bridged a gap there that that was present before, but now they found a commonality through Star Wars, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I I would rather focus on how it brings people together than how it drives them apart. So thanks for sharing, and thank you, Star Wars, (laughs) for all that you do. (laughs) Yes. Pain and all. No. So next week, we're going to look at leadership within Star Wars. Now, now roll with me on this one. We're going to start with talking about why Obi-Wan Kenobi is the echelon of leader, <laughs> of, a, of a leader in the great galaxy that is Star Wars. But the more you look at the different characters and what made them have the following they did, why they were so trusted, why people you know, wanted to be around them. Say Hera, Leia, even Anakin, Padme, mm-hmm. Ahsoka. We could keep going. Yeah. Also, we could talk about Palpatine because in a way, he led a massive galaxy to do some terrible things. Yeah. So you can use leadership to do good and you can use leadership and abuse it to do bad. So we'll emphasize Obi-Wan because we love him on this show and he and he checks all the boxes and he has great hair. But we'll talk about other characters within the Star Wars universe and leadership styles and maybe maybe we'll be inspired to be one of them. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are grateful for your support and welcome to our new ones. We are so happy to have you. If you'd like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm leaving this in. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like an, uh, what is it? Uh, like a WWE. Like <laughs> I love it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is staying in. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. And if you need just one place to find all of these, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So, until next time, MySpace Twin, may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>